it's that Philly bump this shit. Yeah. I'm on the east side, rolling with my west side niggas. West side, west side, west side. We just tryna do it big, like that best side nigga. Best side, best side, best side. And the fans looking pretty, they don't catch my nigga. I pray they don't catch my nigga. Might pull up on the corner like that's my nigga. And burn his bitch down like that's my nigga. I'm a fire one nigga. Welcome, 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 episode 8, Struggle Play Podcast, let's get it! Come through copping with all my niggas Come through popping with all my niggas You should've seen how we looked last winter You should've seen when we ate last dinner I don't fuck with them Hollywood niggas I don't fuck with them Hollywood niggas In the game, I'm gonna keep it white, nigga Cause all these rap niggas know my niggas wanna kill Basic bitches can't suck this dick, no Basic bitches have me fuck the click They try to have me on some suck shit But I'ma do it my way, nigga, fuck the script Came through the block, everything that's new Sippin' that motherfuckin' BS2 I can't fuck with him if he ain't true They like, he alright, but he ain't you We like, five million aboard the shit I was the richer nigga on the tip Locked down with the killers and the robbers going hard in it Open the gate, jump on the lip And then we headed to the west side Rollin' in some hot shit Y'all been in a backseat It look like a monster You ain't got to ask me Nigga, you ain't got shit You ain't talking money I see you this with the toppy You be only fucking with niggas that be on cop shit I be only fucking with bitches that get it poppin' You don't wanna see one my niggas facing the stocking Grab your corner over some nonsense I'm on the east side rolling with my west side niggas West side, west side, west side We just trying to do it big like that best side niggas Best side, best side, best side Happy Monday If you just riding to work, just getting off work And burn this bitch down like left side Can a real crib get a little bit? Dump on a nigga for some silly shit A hundred four rounds when the milli cat Gang bang niggas who we really win All right, all right, all right, all right, right Let's turn this down Welcome to another episode of the Struggle Play Podcast I'm your one and only host, Doug Happy Monday, happy Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday Whatever the hell day it is that you're listening to I'm just glad and thankful that you're listening I just finished watching the season finale for Downton Abbey Yes, I know Downton Abbey that's right. The same guy who plays all this gangster ass shit likes to watch the little proper British folks. Not that shit. That's a terrible British accent. But you get it, though. I love my little binge watching. And like since I'm here in Denver and it's really hard for me to find some black folk every now and then, you know, not saying that I don't find some, but eh, I'm mainly surrounded by white people and they huskies. <laughs> So, you know, am I adapted to the culture? Am I selling out? Lord only knows. But anyway, man, before I had to play, that song is called That's My Nigga that I just played by Meek Mill, YG, and Snoop Dogg. And if you're not a West Coast aficionado, then you know that this is a flip of Dr. Dre's Still D.R.E. And so all episode long, I'm going to be playing some classic I'm only going to be playing music that has been flipped for this entire episode. That's it. Because it's going to lead me right into the song that I'm going to be breaking down for this week. But before I get into that, man, I just want to say it's really fucking amazing how not just this country is, but how society is. You know, last week we saw a lot of up and down shit. You know, with the Amber Geiger verdict, you know, she was found guilty. 
Then she was sentenced to 10 years, but that could really be knocked out. But she could get out in five. And like people are protesting, you know, Botham Jean's brother. She gave her a hug after, you know, after the whole verdict and whatnot. And the judge gave her a hug. And people are just like in uproar about, you know, the hugging and the sentencing. And like, what was it just a few days ago? Um, the dude who testified against Amber Geiger, who was Botham Jean's friend, also got shot and killed. Yo, like one thing that I'm going to say about, that I'm going to say about the hugging is like, I'm not going to tell anybody how to grieve and whatnot, but we sh- all I'm going to say about that is I can't hug the woman who killed my blood brother. But on the other hand, I will say I wish my walk with Christ was strong enough to even consider forgiveness. And two, you know, in the words of Rodney King, why can't we all get along? But more importantly, what happened to good? What happened to justice? You know, what happened to like just people doing the right things, not assuming shit? You know, it's a lot of fucking anger. It's a lot of hate up in this place. It's a lot of hate in this world, you know, and you see that from, you know, these senseless police shootings. They call it police shootings, but anywhere else it's called murder, you know, and like you can see that trickle down into the workplace. You know, something that I've always said is that I don't want a boss. I want a leader. Because nowadays I feel like certain managers or supervisors who tend to be of the Caucasian persuasion, persuasion, tend to talk down to people and feel like they're doing that because it's what they see on TV. Now, nine times out of ten, these people that they're talking down to is who? Certain folks of color, but, you know, racism, you know, is still alive. They just be concealing it. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to episode seven. But yeah, man, like, and that's another reason why I'm so in love with music, because I feel like music and sports are really the only two things that can bring people together. Right. Like. Think about it. When the Chicago Cubs won the World Series, the entire city was together. And for those who don't know, North Side of Chicago can be predominantly white. I just grew up in the predominantly black and Hispanic area of the North Side of Chicago. But when they won, you saw black folk, white folk all getting along together. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Go, 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 go. And then when you think about music, I don't care what anybody says. Music brings everybody together. Come on now. Like, it makes, like, I don't even have to explain it to you. Like, you see these white boys over here throwing up the Wu-Tang sign. And you see these black folks 
over here singing some Billy Joel. My daddy loved Billy Joel. My daddy's from the South Side, from New York City, South Side, Jamaica, Queens. And he loved him some goddamn Billy Joel. Just saying, man. But that's my soapbox. But let me go ahead and talk about the theme for this episode are going to be songs that have been remade. Because a lot about the hip hop and R&B culture, it's based off of remakes from the since the beginning of time. That is the foundation of hip hop music. Now, nowadays, the remakes are more clear and overt, you know, for everything from Kanye West through the wire. And uh, now DJ Khaled, he's been doing a lot of Fuji flips. That's just a sign of times. And I really love how this culture can really do that. How you can get something old and make it feel brand new all over again. Like, I think we really didn't start commercializing hip hop music, remaking classic songs until Jay-Z came along and he gave us a hard knock life. Driving some of the hottest cars New Yorkers ever seen. For dropping some of the hottest verses rappers ever heard. From the dope spot with the smoke block, thinking the murder scene. You know me well from nightmares of a lonely cell. My only hell, but since when y'all niggas know me to fail? Fuck nah, we all my niggas with the rubber grips or shots. And if you with me, mama, rubber your tits and whatnot. Now, this isn't the first time this has happened, right? But it was definitely the one that helped bridge the gap. The, definitely the one that really was bridging the gap between white culture and hip hop culture. My favorite remake slash flips is Nipsey Hussle's Hustle in the House. Coming straight off a slump, a crazy motherfucker named Nipsey. I'm turned up, cause I grew up in the 60s. Caution, to you rap niggas trying to diss me. I go on, that's why your bitch wanna flip me. Big guns, nigga turn rivals into rosaries, extended clips. I give a fuck who you supposed to be. Straight off the block, I sold dope to buy groceries. Now it's rap money, no advances, all royalties. You broke nigga, you can follow me. It's fuck bitches, get money, keep some hollow heads logically. And I'm for where I'm a side booster. Economy. Pay taxes to these corners and put their workers a policy. It's white chalk on the corners. It's yellow tape on the gates. Choppers up above, that's cuz a tiny lokes run the streets where I'm from. Just a small introduction to this Nipsey Hustle music. Us money and bitches, that's the way that we do it. First get your bride on, then get your shine on. We come through daytime with the lights on. Now hit the fast lane, and let your chain swing. You getting dollars like a doctor, but you gang bang. Yeah, it's hustle in the house. Yeah, it's hustle in the house. That was the song that had they had Nipsey out here from a very early, 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 early age. You know, this was like way before people like knew who he was. Like unless you were in the West Coast or you had somebody who lived in Cali who knew about Nip, you didn't really hear about this too much. Unless you were like really, really had your pulse 
on the culture. When I first heard this song, I was in college and I didn't hear this until I went to a West Coast party, to a Cali party. And I said, yo, this shit is hot. Now, a current flip that I am absolutely in love with is from Summer Walker. She just put out her brand new album called Over It. And the song that I am in love with that does an amazing job of a remake is Come Through and it features Usher. But it's um, a sample or interpolation of Usher's You Make Me Wanna. And like, you hear that vibe. We got London on the track. I should have known better. Can't even pretend like I don't want it again. On a brain all the time. Thinking about the things that we did. You did something. Cause she like it don't happen too often. It's the way you put it down. I don't want no one else around. Got me taking a step on the outside. Cutting all ties with them other guys. Where you, where you look in my eyes. Helping me nice and slow. You made me wanna come through. Put her up to Just to put it down on you. And ladies and gentlemen, that is what we call a flip. And then what makes it so much better is, is that sometimes when you get these flips or when you get these remakes going, a lot of the times the people from the original songs ain't really feeling it, you know, or they feel like they're not getting the credit they deserve. So what better way to do that than by having Usher sing on it? And like, I love how he, how Usher is just playing with the audience by just saying, Happens between us, be sure you ten toes down before I pull out this car and The only thing that's coming beside me at the situation is you waiting and get some more I told you I'ma take your place, I seen it in your face And I knew that you would say this, so how you wanna play this? Yeah, you got somebody, I've been in this predicament Don't trip, creep the screen, that's just what we dealing with Come through, corner of the two, just to put it down on you Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to fan out. This isn't the song that'll break it down. Trust and believe because the, the song that I'm going to break down has a sample from a very classic song. And it is definitely, when I first heard this song, I was 1000% struggling. I was 1000% eating off a struggle plate. This song came out during my senior year in college yeah it came out in 2014 i graduated from school in 2014 in the fall of 2014 december 2014 if you want to be specific and around this time i was interning sleeping on my best friend's couch two of my friends they let me stay in their apartment for free sleeping on the couch and that couch was nasty all right <laughs> I'm not going to go on and say the things that has happened, but like, man, that couch is done for. R.I.P. to that couch. Shout out to my boys, Terry and Anthony, man. 
they let me stay there during my last year in school. And they ain't even charged me a dime. That's real love. That's brotherhood. That's loyalty. That's friendship. You get it. And I was interning and I had about three classes left. So I spent most of my time just driving back and forth from my internship and the class. Just trying to, you know, make it happen. Because I had no money. I was still in I was still in the meal plan, but right when that meal plan ended and right around the time that I graduated from school, I had new money, new job, and I was hungry like every day. If anybody who knows me knows that I am starving. Like probably about 90% of the time, I'm always eating something. And if I'm not eating something, then I'm definitely eating like I have not eaten in years. Like I feel like and it's kind of embarrassing, but I will literally shove an entire muffin. I would, I would, I would eat an entire muffin in one bite or a donut. God help us all. Even a piece of steak. And so when that meal plan ran out and when I stayed off campus, man, I was eating any and everything from rice and grilled cheese to I, I tried spam once. It, it just didn't work for me. It, it, it messed. It fucked up my stomach so bad. But the and I even remember I was making pancakes with no milk. And I hated them pancakes because I'm I'm a huge pancake eating ass nigga. Like I'll choose pancakes over waffles any day out of the week. And I'm the kind of dude whenever I cook, I have to be playing music. And so I was definitely playing this song while I was making them dry ass pancakes. And the song that I'm gonna be breaking down is Mark E. Basie featuring Kalani and it's called Lock It Up. Four in the morning, liquor pouring You know that shit go with me Hide them whatever, whatever It's gonna be what it's gonna be As long as you're here, as long as you're down Roll it in your back, put it in your mouth I think it's time to lock it up, lock it up I think it's time to lock it up, lock it up now, when you first hear it, I know what you're thinking. When you first heard it, you're like, okay, so we're going to do Erica Badu. Is this what we're doing? Are we going to touch Erica Badu's bad lady? Because that is a, a hit, a jam, and a, a staple in the black community. Now, what most people don't know is that the original song or the original sample is from an old soul group called Soul Man and the Brothers. And the song is called Bumpy's Lament. Just take a listen. Thank you. 
So you can obviously hear that the original version is much, much more slowed down. And what Lock It Up is about is just simply about two people who are trying to decide if they should make their relationship official. Kalani and Marky Basie both give you their different perspectives on trying to make the relationship official. And I remember hearing this song and Mark starts off by saying, Four in the morning, pouring, you know that she go with me. Hide them whatever, whatever it's gonna be, what it's gonna be. So I am immediately picturing like a studio or a cheap one bedroom and with a girl and it, you just drinking and it's four in the morning. It's late at night. And you hear Mark painting this picture of this whole scenario and this situation about how they're staying up late at night, just drinking and smoking and chilling. And he's saying we can make this official. And he lays out some ground rules, not any negative ground rules, just like, OK, so this is what's going to be. If this is what we're going to do, if this is what we're going to do, then I'm fine with that. But we can keep doing this as long as you're here. As long as you'll always be with me. As long as you're here, as long as you're down, roll it in your back, put it in your mind. I think it's time to lock it up, lock it up. I think it's time to lock it up, lock it up. And pay very close attention to the next part that I'm about to play, because this is the part of the song where he's trying to convince her that they should be in a relationship. They know each other emotionally and they know each other sexually and they have each other's back. More importantly, she has his back. And that's all people ever truly want at the end of the day is undeniable loyalty. And more importantly, he's telling her to let go of all the past hurt in previous relationships that she might have dealt with. sexually attracted to her but he's talking about when times get rough she gets tough and everybody wants somebody who wants to be there with you when the times get rough okay when the going gets tough you don't want somebody to just go you want them to stick it there with you you want them to be there through you through thick and thin because you can't be with them now then you can't be with them in the future. If you can't get through these tough times, if you're always running out when shit gets hard, then how can you build a foundation? How can you really connect with somebody? But when Kalani comes on there for the chorus, she immediately says, I don't care about what you're saying. Stop the plan. Cause you know I'm not the one for this. Don't hide your intentions. Don't be scared to mention that you want to hear me scream your name. And what she's basically saying 
on this chorus is, yeah, that's cool. You know what I can do for you physically. You know what I can do for you sexually. You know I can do it, give it to you however you want it to. Fast, slow, rough, soft. But don't be playing no games. I'm not just doing this for anybody. When she comes on there, it's so damn sexy, so damn smooth. Like she immediately falls into the song. She doesn't force her way into it. She immediately falls into it. And I'm saying this one last time, and I promise it's the last time. No, I'm not into rushing shit, but can we move fast enough? What's some of that? What's some of that? No, no, that good, good, that's so love. Stop it right there. Come on, man. When she says, she's basically saying, I, I don't move fast. You know, and I'm not trying to rush you, but can we pick up the pace? Because now we're getting stagnant if it's just the same sex, if it's just the same routine over and over and over again. I'm not rushing you. I'm telling you, I'm letting you know that I'm ready. And I think that's something that a lot of people, you know, struggle with in relationships with somebody when it's just basically saying, I'm I'm not one to rush and I'm not trying to rush you. So stop making it seem like I'm rushing when I'm not. I'm just letting you know that I'm ready for the next step. Just because you're not ready doesn't mean that I'm rushing you. And at this point, you have two options. Either be super patient or just take a step back. And taking a step back is probably the hardest one of them all. But the part that is very key in solidifying a relationship is getting through your past bullshit from the previous relationship and she's especially when you're at the point where you're tired of letting the past weigh you down in my past baby fuck it it's whatever not into moving on and looking back you just ain't clever just nowadays i learned to never ever say i never cause i didn't think i'd ever move on to nothing better so I locked up and I threw away the key no, no. Never wanna relive all those painful memories no, no. Just wanna forget him while you all up under me Promise to keep doing them things and make me weak So when the two decided to do the song They were really trying to figure out who should post the song Like who should take the credit as it being their song And Kalani said, you know what? You take it, it's your song and he basically credits her for giving him his big break in music. Me and Kalani did a song. Kalani really is like what kind of started Marky Basie in a way. Because I had a few songs that were out, but like no one was checking for him. And I did. I met her. She came to the studio. Her manager was like, because I was doing songwriting at the time. Mm -hmm. And I was just starting to put out my own music. And her manager is this guy, David Ali, from the Bay, too. Beast. You know him? Yes. Yeah. They so come he on was the like, I got, this, I got this little girl. You got to check her out, Mark. Like, da, 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 she's dope. I was like, whatever. She's not tight. Like, I don't care. Oh, I, hate, I hate hearing about, you know. And then she comes through, and she did the song. I was like, oh, my God. That's, like, one of the most talented people I've ever worked with. I are you trying to tell people? And, uh, and we did a joint called Lock It Up. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. I was just, like, stunned, obviously, because she's incredible. And then she put out the song, and we were talking. I was like, should I put this as my song or your song? Because we were both going to post it on SoundCloud. And she was like, 
you put it as your song, you'll get more followers like that. And I was like, okay. That's man. real. Everything went up from there. This is off of his very first solo mixtape, Only the Poets, Volume 1. And now, Mark, now he used to be a lead singer for this group called the 2AM Club. So when the group decided to break off and he decided to do his own thing, you know, they were, they were, the, the group was more like a, Cross breed between Maroon 5 and Sublime, and they had a pretty decent song. For as long, long as I can remember, it's been December. No sun, no summer, time to treasure. We weren't grown, and every time that they told us surrender, it will be better. We just go holding on to forever. So what we So that's a little bit about his past. It's a little nice nugget. And I'll dig into more about Kalani's past and some more future collaborations that they've done in future episodes because it's so much to dig into. But let's go back to Lock It Up. I don't care about what you're saying. Stop the This song really got me through. It, it helped me keep focus in terms of finding a job, pursuing my dreams, not getting down and out whenever I'm having to eat grilled cheese and pancakes every single day because I ain't got enough money. I was getting like $60 on my check when I was interning at the station. So I was blessed enough to have a paid internship, but Getting $60 is trash. It is weak as hell. But when I hear music like this, it inspires me to go get what I want. It reminds me why I'm doing shit like this. So what I heard in this song was creative freedom. What I heard was a true artistic expression that was being used. And that's all the time I'm gonna spend on this song. All right, so for those who don't know, at the end of every episode i play a brand new album slash project that i think you all should listen to and what better album to play for you all is summer walkers over it it is her debut album these songs are not full of one to slash two minute tracks they are full three minute songs thank you summer she is an amazing r&b artist a young and up-and-coming artist who's really paving her way and making a lot of noise and she made a lot of noise with this debut album so song number one that i want to play for you all is off of you you don't even listen i need tripping Fuck it, keep it poppin', sippin' I'm tired of fuckin' talkin' When our eyes ain't even lockin' Guess I finally got a feelin' When I'm off of you Yeah, yeah I'm off of you 
Song number two is I'll Kill You featuring Janae Aiko. If it ain't me and your mom, it shouldn't be showing you no love Please forgive me, I know that I'm stingy Cause baby, I'm gang about you Ain't playing no games about you I'll go to hell and jail about your boy Janae's my babe, right? But don't let the meditation and the hippie vibes get it twisted. This is still a girl from Crenshaw. That's on my mama, yeah, that's on the hood. Don't want no problems, I wish a bitch would. Try to come between us, it won't end up good. You know I love you like no one else could. I go to hell and back for you. Bend over backwards, I grab ass for you. Yeah, I go up to bat for you. Even when shit looking bad for you. I've been waiting so long for a love like this It's a feeling so strong, I don't wanna resist Song number three, I played it earlier And I think you all should listen to it again It is Come Through, featuring Usher A good old-fashioned flip A good old-fashioned remake A good old-fashioned sample off of Usher's You Make Me Wanna We got London on the track I should've known better Can't even pretend like I don't want it again On a brain all the time Thinking about the things that we did You did something Cause shit like this don't happen too often It's the way you put it down I don't want no one else around Got me taking a step on the outside Cutting all ties with the mother all the time that i have for this episode thank you all for listening for another episode of the struggle play podcast the struggle play podcast is available on all streaming platforms soundcloud spotify stitcher and apple podcast peace and love my name is doug anything happens between us be sure you ten toes down before i pull out this car Thing that's coming beside me at the situation is you waiting and get some more. I told you I'ma take your place. I seen it in your face, and I knew that you would say this. So how you wanna play this? Yeah, you got somebody. I've been in this predicament. Don't trip, creep the street. That's just what we're dealing with. Come through, corner.